Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party for the Coalition campaign, except the Cleric tonight. We have our Fighter. Hey everyone, it's Jeff playing Garen. Our Bard. Hi everybody, it's Austin playing L. Our, I almost said our Winters. Our Warlock. It's tr accurate. Uh, hi everybody, it's Jesse playing Valandess. And our Artificer slash Wizard. Hey, y'all, it's Dylan playing Boomer. Okay, so <clears throat> when we last left off, you guys had just sort of, like, taken a load off for the day. You guys had just performed the ritual with the Earth Crystal, uh, got punched around by a stone golem for a little while, dodged some wolf spirits and such, and uh, you guys said you wanted to take, but you, you told Begdurazor you were going to take a week to sort of kick back and recuperate because you guys have been running pretty hard for the past couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys have the entire kingdom of Detroit at your fingertips. What did you want to do with that? Oh, uh, that's a good question. What do we want to do with that? Get drunk. Shots? Okay. <laughs> uh, first night, get drunk. The rest of the time, I'm going to spend as much time in that library as I can. Okay. Val, I'll be doing the same thing. Uh, just camping out in the library pretty hard. Do I need to make any kind of no gather knowledge check to find, like, the swanky part of town? Um, no. You can go ahead and just make a charisma roll with advantage. Oh. So, yes, a check. Yes. Oh, my dice are still in my luggage. Oh, hold on a second. Son of a bitch. This is why, before we start recording, I always ask the players, hey, is everyone ready? Is everyone ready? And then I wait, like, ten seconds. My dice are outside, locked in a car. So I'm going to go to random.org. Fucking random.org plug. Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> Hashtag could totally be an ad. Dice roller. Hashtag, I don't know if there's any money in that. Yeah, I imagine there's it's always money in the name Hashtag maybe. Who knows? Hashtag could be. Uh, so, Garen, what, uh, what are you doing? Um, uh, Garen is definitely going to relax for a day or two and kind of just uh, take things in. Okay. But um, eventually he'd start getting antsy and try to look for... Uh, Maybe try to find out if there's any big boys he can get a, some practice in with, kind of keep his form up. Sure. You mean that form that was just tested by a stone golem the other day? It's mostly still there. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 plenty of people for you to practice upon and with. Heck yeah. Uh, Dracon, I got a 16 with advantage. Whoops. Uh, 18. Okay. You're able to pretty simply, with a little bit of time, parse out which part of Detroit is uh, upper echelon. Ooh. Um, yeah, he'd like to take his friends in honor of their third success in this remarkably uh, suicidal endeavor. Yeah, somewhat unexpected. Certainly wouldn't have expected to get here from the outset. 
uh, he, he'd like to treat anybody who cares to join to a swanky night on the town. Yeah, Garen's all about that. Oh yeah, Boomer will, Boomer will come around. Boomer will, will go with you guys. Uh, Valen's in for that. We want hookers that use them $20 words. Okay, so you guys find a fine establishment. By the way, if it wasn't totally obvious, uh, you can get McGurk's Lurks anywhere that Ale is sold in this town. Huh. Huh. Oh, yeah, the, the brewery's here. McGurk's Lurks. Yeah, we should just go there. Wait, is it in the town? Yeah, the brewery is in the capital. <clears throat> Actually, it's it's in the, like, the keep. I, we I, wanna... have, re- I have a report with the wolves. Say, do we want to like call in a drink favor? Garen posits to the group. I mean, I met them on the train. Like, they told me my liquor was good. I mean, I'm sure if I walked in, it was like, "Hey, I'm Boomer Bright Jim. I met you on the train." They'd be like, "Oh, hey, come on in." Maybe I don't know. Maybe they'll let you use the facilities to make some high level. Drinks. I could mass produce gear crank. Does the world need that though? We could yeah. find out. Did did Yalzar need a Detroit? It didn't, but it got it. <laughs> True, it is canon. Well, hey, I mean, hey, I'm in. Uh, we can go. Oh, Eric's Lurks. Ah, right. So, are you guys going to go with L to the swanky side of town, or... Well, L, I was wondering if maybe we could go to McGurk's Lurks first. Maybe, you know, start brewing some stuff. Maybe go on a little tour. Get some, get some, you know, try new stuff. And then we can go to the fancy place, put our feet up, and drink fine wine and such and so forth. You know, I, um... I approve of that idea in spirit, uh, and in spirits. But um, didn't we have a plan before we come came here to try and uh, uh, deceive our enemies by telling them we were going to McGurk's Lurks and then not going there? I would say the rather big smile we got from the boys that we burnt to a crisp in the feast room would say that that plan didn't work. That's fair. I'm just saying, if we if we if we arrive there, we might we should be careful. We should be careful. Agreed. But also, isn't McGurk's Lurks in the keep? Like, isn't it in the castle somewhere? Like, I think it is within it, the palace so, grounds. Yeah, uh, I think it is. Someone... Yep. We uh, our whole point was okay. Our I didn't plan know it was now. not a great one from the outside. <laughs> we did try. Well, you didn't know. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Let's go get ambushed in a brewery. At least there'll be drinks. Right. Well, humorously enough, like that's one of the few things I remembered about the McGurk Slurks thing from way back when it started. The oh. Brothers McGurk signed a concordant uh, with or an, an accord with the the people that the the party that made Detroit a thing, 
Mm-hmm. And they were like, you know, sh- short list of conditions. One of them, which is we want to start our brewery within the keeps walls, because at that time there was nothing else. Uh, there right. was really just the keep. Everything outside of the keep walls has been, you know, built in the past, you know, 60, 70 years. Gotcha. I dig it. Cool. Well, McGurk's Lurks, then Fancy Place? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I'll bring my loot, though. Yep. I'd expect nothing less. All right. So you guys head over to McGurk's Lurks. It's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty sizable brewery, as you would expect, considering the size of the Enterprise. But uh, <clears throat> with that, you also see quite the impressive amount of guards and security. Perhaps it's the several fireballs that were thrown in the keep the other day, or maybe <laughs> that's just how they always keep themselves. It's hard for you to know. <laughs> but there are there there is two legions of rust dwarf security patrolling the grounds and the perimeter and the interior of the brewery. All right. And half of them are drunk. Oh, fantastic. Well, boys, if anyone manages to push in here, I don't know if we're going to be able to stop them either. Well, let's go introduce ourselves, tell them who we are, see if we can get inside. You know, no need to turn around now. When you guys met the uh, McGurk's brothers, did I give them names? I honestly can't remember. I think you did, but I, yeah, I don't remember what they were. That's fine. You know what? Homework for the listeners who happen to cross over from uh, old sessions or even from old campaigns. If you know the names of the McGurk's Lurks brothers, leave them in a comment down below <laughs> on SoundCloud. Or if you downloaded it, just shout it into the ether and hopefully I'll hear you. <laughs> Doing us all a favor. Or email us and we'll send you a pizza roll. Yeah, or... I'll, I will email you a pizza roll if you let us know. You know what? Even better. If you get it right and we find out, I'll send you a critical wick candle, by the way. Oh, shit. Hmm. A critical wick candle? Is that a... Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) You take all the punch out when you do that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Criticalwick.com. Buy the candles. Go. Anyway. But seriously, that warrants it. It's super good. Yeah. They really really were out. Okay, so you guys find your way to the doors of McGurk's Lurks. There is a steward of some sort standing at the front and asks if you all have a reservation. Are you here for a tour or do you have a business prospect? Yes to all of the above. Lord business. Uh, My name's Boomer Bright Jim. Uh, I met the McGurk brothers on the train a while back, and they said they had an interest in my uh, my spirits. What was the name uh, and, of your spirit? Uh, it's called Gear Crank. Do you have a sample? Y- yes. Oh boy, oh does he. Just, oh just sip on it. Please don't. Actually, you know what? You do you. Uh, the sort of steward like flips through some paperwork and goes, hmm, I do happen to see a bright gem of some sort. Very well. This will do fine. 
Come inside. And he sort of opens the door for you. Heck yeah, boys. Even though the surrounding area to the brewery itself already reeks of the fine, quaffable, waft-like scent of McGurk's Lurks, which while I realize I never actually have put a scent and flavor to, I'm going to go ahead and put my foot down on it. McGurk's Lurks, on a fundamental level, is is brewed with hazelnut and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. So those two flavors, yeah, good. those two scents are very strong in the air, and they get stronger when you all enter the brewery. The steward sort of leads you down a couple of uh, catwalks or catwalk-esque structures. Um, you can see the process at work. Many, many uh, hands at at uh, the handle of this operation. And uh, you see a familiar pair of Dwarven brothers in the distance, one level above you, and they seem to see your party and the younger of the two waves. I'll wave back. Hey, friend. They can't hear you over the din of the brewery, but... Maybe they read lips? I don't know. Uh, Sure, go for it. You never know unless you try. Or we could just go approach them. Well, yeah, we could just go approach from that. That's fine. Yeah. So the steward takes you up a flight of stairs. That is, uh, it's like a hall that leads off of the brewery floor. You go up some stairs, come back out onto the catwalk where the brothers are. And uh, the two of them sort of approach you all with big old drunk smiles on their faces. (laughs) And uh, they used to go, oh, yes, we remember you all. Hard to forget that collection of faces. So, you made it to Detroit. Do you have some of that fine, tarry substance? Of course I do. Uh, here, here, here. Go and have yourself. Go and have yourself a sip. You know what? Hold that. Uh, all right. Now come with us. We have something for you and your people, or whoever was involved with the construction and taste testing process and creation of this gear crank of yours. Oh, that's that's everybody here. Come on, y'all. Especially L. And the, the yeah. at this point the, the doesn't steward. know that he did actually actually did much tasting. Uh, the steward excuses himself. The two brothers, uh, dressed in quite nice finery, but also very functioning wear, uh, lead you off the catwalks to a sort of not it's an office obviously but it's nice and spacious kind of like a meeting room type situation and it's not on the catwalks it's you know off of the the main floor of the brewery and they they gesture you all to sit and uh there you you see there's a series of chairs around a long oval table and there's pipes that lead to uh, just above the table in front of each chair, and hanging off a hook on the end of the pipes is a cleaned uh, glass flagon uh, to be filled. Mm-hmm. And the two hmm. brothers ask you to sit. Yeah, sit down. I assume everyone does. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah. So the two brothers sit at opposite ends of the table from one another so they can look directly at each other while they look left and right to look at you all. You realize the true purposes of the previously established pipes when they take the mugs that theirs are obviously ornate and like dolled up, whereas the ones in front of all your chairs are sort of plain. But they uh, sort of put the flagon over, like, uh, so the pipe is like maybe a couple inches wide, and the flagon is a little wider. And they sort of put the flagon to cover the end of the pipe and then shake it a little bit to give this very audible clang. And, um, and they all sort of point to that, like, this as well. <laughs> and then you can hear it before you smell it or see it. But the pipes that lead to all of the cups are filled with McGurk's Lurks and pour into your, your flagons. And right about where it would be full, they stop. This place is magical. I could get used to this. This is nice, boys. Yeah. The two brothers really raise nice. a cheer, and in Dwarven, uh, I know some of you speak Dwarven, right? Yep. Yep. And yep. uh, they say, no such thing as a good business done if everyone's sober. And to that, they sort of like raise their glasses and then take huge gulps of their uh, McGurk's Lurk's mugs. These are some mad men. I'll do the same. I also do that. Yeah. So they set their, their mugs down and sit down and they go and switch back to common. And they go, well then, now that we have all shared some spirit, let's share some coin, shall we? The older brother takes over. Mr. Bright Gem, we are a fan of that concoction that you have. We are impressed that you continue to improve upon it. I could tell by the smell that it's a slightly different brew than it was on the train. We like what uh, you do. Well, thank you. I, I thank you so much. Uh, I like what y'all do. Uh, but yeah, this is. I've been working on this new brew for uh, a little while now. We'd like to make you an offer, Mister Bright Gem, with the consent of your friends, of course. We'd like you uh, to leave and make before you, or make it, make and leave with us before you leave Detroit a gallon of this substance or at the very least set it up and leave the instructions to finish it for us if you're busy and we would like to offer you a partnership well that would I am honored truly uh, and yeah I would, I would love to do that if that's alright with you boys and I'll look back at the party make sure it's okay with them Karen gives him a smile and a big thumbs up. I don't think it's a sound investment. I was expecting them to buy you out. Um. Yeah, I, I'd love to. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, what? What? I don't mean to be rude, but what kind of coinage are we looking at here, friends? Well, very simple. You either teach our artisans or give us instructions on how to replicate your brew, and we will sell it along with our normal product as a seasonal type thing, as it were, for a few months out of the year, for the next year or two, and provided it does well, we'll put it into the regular rotation and it'll be on shelves and from here to Yalzar Minor. 
That that would be awesome. That'd be super cool to see something I made just willy-nilly sold in stores. Indeed. And I, all we would ask in turn is that you let us give you gold for your intellectual property. And also, when you're done with your adventuring times and you find somewhere to rest your feet, you hope to find it in Detroit here with us. Further perfecting your liquid gold, that is. Uh, you know what? That that does not sound like a bad deal. Uh, on just one other thing, uh, I would also like to be able to produce it on the road with me to be able to share with my friends and such, if that would be okay with you. If that's the case, which we're of course fine with, either we'd need to change the name of the product that you're making on the road, or we change the name of the product as we sell it. Hmm. Just to keep the brand consistent, of course. Uh, of course. Uh, Y'all can keep the name. Uh, I'll just call it the good stuff. And if I change it, you know. It won't be. You know. Plus, I'm only going to be sharing it with the my friends here, the same people you see in front of you. Sure, sure, not a problem. Very good. The two brothers stand up and walk over so that they're standing on opposite sides of Boomer and extend a, a big grisly hand each. Uh, I'll stand up and with I'll shake both of their hands. They give you a nice hearty shake and they go, "Well then, Mister Bright Jim." I believe it's time that we pay you for your properties. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, li- I like that sound. They uh, <clears throat> sort of gesture over to a, to a side door for you to follow them through. All right. Can my friends come along? They can, but they'll need the duck. You realize that this door is about dwarf-sized. Oh. You guys might want to stay here then. We'll be fine. You go on and have your fun. All right. Well, I'll see y'all in a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, they open the door. It is a pitch dark room inside. You have low light vision, right? Yeah. Yes. So you can yes, see it that it's a very simple five foot wide, five foot deep hallway. Very simple. Very clearly just like a connector room. And they, uh, all, once all three of you are in it, they close the door behind them. And then they have to take a key out of each of their pockets and together, sort of like nuclear device, turn their keys at the same time to open the next door. The small... Hello? 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 The small, Hello. The small pitch black room that you're in is immediately filled with the golden light of coin. Holy bajoli. They walk you out into the, into the room, and it is ver-fucking-batum Scrooge McDuck's gold vault. Hello? Yeah, I didn't. You stopped at ver fucking Batum. What? God damn it! What was after that? Uh, <laughs> that was so epic. The, the Antissa patient. 
uh, <laughs> it is verbatim the Scrooge McDuck vault. I thought that was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I love Scrooge McDuck vault. I made that same. That's yes. I love Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> so they. Uh, it's a weird fetish. <laughs> no, nah, man. I, I made a reference to Scrooge McDuck yesterday and no one got it. And I was so upset. That sucks. I'd have gotten it for you. I know. It, okay. I was just happy that someone else... Yeah, continue. So they go, Well, we expect you to split this with your friends. And, uh... We offer you one of two forms of payment. One, we can give you a lot of coin. We're thinking about 10,000. Or, and both of the brothers produce a single coin. We can give you a small amount of very valuable coins. What do these coins do? Well, they're favorite coins, my friend. <laughs> yes! Yeah, I actually uh, already have one. Uh, I found it somewhere. No need to get into where I got it. Oh, it's pretty poor form to tell one other where you get your favorite coins from. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Let can I can hmm, can I talk to the other guys or do I have to make the decision now? We'd like to hear it straight from you, but I understand if you need to deliberate. See, uh, some of them, you know, I like these gentlemen helped me along the way, and they're pretty much family now, and I feel like, uh, you know. I can't just make one decision for a whole family. They both we all got to talk about it. Very well. We'll take you back to the conference room, and when you make your decision, you let us know. And uh, if you want the a lot of coin, we'll have the 10,000 coin in platinum form in a single pouch. It's a magic pouch. Delivered to you as soon as possible. If you want the favorite coins, we will get them for you immediately, directly from our own hands. And uh, right. we ask that, should you want the favorite coins, come prepared for to answer the question of who you'd want them from. We have a lot, but we don't have everybody. Oh, yeah, mm. De definitely. Mr. Brightgem, they sort of point to the door. Yes, of course. Uh, thank you. They sort of both key open the door, lead you back into the sort of decontamination space chamber, close the <laughs> door, open the door to the conference room, and lead you in. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, I got an offer in there, and I think uh, we need to do some talking real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, um, well, how do we refill our glasses? The oh, one yeah, brother just sort of like shakes his mug against the side of the pipe and then puts it under, and a second later, more McGurk's Lark fills his mug. Excellent. This is amazing. Well, hardly seems a point to brew the sort of thing if you can't have it whenever you want it, right? And he takes a big tip. God. I want to open a brewery. Where's <laughs> live by? And now follows suit with the same motion and hopefully gets the same results. Absolutely. 
Fantastic. All right, we'll do a place like this, man. Well, y'all can come after we're done our adventuring. Y'all can come visit me here anytime. I'm sure. The the brothers oh. sort of excuse themselves and go. If you think your deliberation will only take a few minutes, there's a th few things we could go and attend to and come back. Or if you all need more time, please have your fill and then make your way. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Indeed. The two of them sort of leave the conference room. So, would y'all like to hear the offers? Well, hold on. Should we really be talking in here? This room might be tapped. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care how much money he offers us I think I might be dead <laughs> I roll to break my friend's neck <laughs> I can't drink right, that broken neck alright alright so they offered me 10,000 gold to split between us mm. or or they offered us each a favor coin. Oh. And you get to decide where the favor coin comes from. They oh. have a lot of places, but they don't have everyone, they told me. But that's up to y'all. Now, um, just as a refresher to me, how exactly do the favor coins work? So the concept of the favor coin is... Um... Say you go to a town and you happen, it's like a large town, and the governor or mayor or baron or whatever that lives there has given you a favor coin. That means you could literally walk into that town and get away with fucking pretty much anything. And all you'd have to do is be like, I got this favor coin. Oh. It would it would almost immediately divert any like property damage you did, any theft you did, onto the governor. Ah, okay. Now did, this is did... something you you wouldn't tell the guard this, you know, that arrested you, but you'd like request to see the Baron or whoever, and he'd come to you, and you'd just like flash the coin, and he goes, "All right, I can make this go away, but you got to give that back." Uh, didn't you also say that uh, the last time one was used, they got like a weapon and armor from like a dwarven king that could kill a dragon or something like that? Yep, that was a, that was a metric I used. An adventure had the dwarven king, uh, a favor coin from the dwarf king of the mountains. And yeah, he turned it in and got the arms and armor to slay a dragon. Well, uh, Garen would take another swig of his ale as he looks to his friend and say, I think we're good on coin and supplies right now. Being able to be owed a favor by uh, a lot of people could be a lot more handy. Agreed. I can, I can think of a few I could use a coin from. So, yeah. L? Um, I, um... I suppose there's one person I might want a coin for. I wonder if they have her. Well, we can always ask. Is it the snake lady? <laughs> no. It's okay. What? It is. I'd, I'd ask Slate, but 
uh, I don't know where he disappeared off to, probably praying, but I'm going to be honest with you boys, y'all have been with me since the beginning, so it's up to y'all. No matter what, you know, he voted for. Well, I vote for the favor. Same here. Alright. L? Favor. Uh, favor. Good, I was thinking the same thing. Well, I will, uh, the, the brothers should be back here in a moment, and, uh, I'll let them know. Have you guys decided what you want them to be? Oh, uh, yeah, y'all. L has. I yeah, think so. Same. But it might require me getting some sort of either knowledge check or not information on something. Um, are there any like world famous smithies in this world? Um, it's been it's been documented that the the, the traveling orc tribes are known to have some amazing smiths, and as classic Tolkien as it is, the smiths of the Dwarven Mountain Kingdoms is pretty impressive. But also the silvered blades of Lahisi are not to be underappreciated. Hmm. Alright, I think I know what Garen's going to go for. And Ironbark armor, by the way, is like the real shit. Ironbark armor? You can oh, yeah. get it in the Ironbark forest of the kingdom of Lahisi. Oh, he'd be the kind of guy you need a favor from for that. Probably either like the the ruling class or someone, just someone in power in Lahisi. Alright. Alright, so you guys have an idea of what you would ask for? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys, like, go and try and find the brothers, or do you just wait for them to come back? Uh, we could just wait. I mean, they said they'd be back in a couple minutes. Yep. So, it's about 15 minutes total. Most of that you guys spent deliberating and probably drinking. But, uh, yes. one of the brothers opens the door and goes, Ah, they are still here. Brother, come on in. Let's see what they have to say. And, uh, so the two brothers sort of stand shoulder to shoulder near the door to the conference room and say, well, gentlemen, what is your choice? Um, well, gentlemen, we have decided that we will be taking the uh, favor coins. Brilliant. As we, dis as we said before, we'll be able to part with a, with a handful of them, but uh, of course, depending upon the quality, if you get my meaning, of the favor coin, we would be able to part with less. Probably one to three, depending upon who you want them from. Gotcha. Well, um, y'all go first. I already got one. Y'all do what you need to do. Karen motions to L. Oh, um, oh, I, well, I was, uh, I was wondering if perhaps you maybe had, uh, favor coin from someone 
a, a powerful merchant in uh, Delver Day. Her name is Fail Lexicondrius. The two brothers sort of look at you intently. You know a lot about this person. They sort of scratch their beards, or one of them does at least, and the other one, they sort of speak in Dwarvish back and forth. Um, that one understands Dwarvish. I know. Okay. And they go, hmm. It's of no consequence if you don't have her, I can choose someone else, it's fine. No, no, no. Uh, we don't, but we can get you close. Her head house servant. Oh? Probably has just as many keys as she does to everywhere that she would go. And knows where she's going to be pretty much anytime there's a moon or a sun in the sky. And we can certainly part with a favor coin that we have for them. I'm sure you might be aware, since you know so much of the people of their day, but that the uh, the heads of the merchant families are particularly slippy. They are. Well, I will be happy for a favor coin from Ilbrin. I mean, whoever this person is. Hmm. Alright, so the, the one of the brothers sort of opens a pocket in his vest and reaches a hand in and then produces a single golden coin. It's a little wider, a little broad, uh, broader than a normal gold coin. And uh, the face on the side of it has emeralds for eyes and several studded rubies as a necklace. And it's just some fancy dressed woman. And he hands you the the sort of like holds the gold coin like he wants to drop it into your palm. Mm -hmm. L reaches out for it. He does. And as you sort of grab it, he then sort of grabs you by the wrist, flips your knuckles up, and then like rubs his thumb across your knuckles, and then like takes his hand away from you and like tastes your sweat that he has on his thumb. You do smell like that lake. Who are you, boy? I'm sure my companions have introduced me. My name is L. L. Hmm. Are you some sort of knife for one of the merchant families? I have dealings in that city. Very well. Not my business. L looks a little bit stony at the inquiry and also at the coin in his hand. Hmm. But he sits back down. Yep. And then sort of the one brother that stepped up Sarah, returns to his brother's side. Just, well, we could certainly part with two more coins for uh, after that. Well, um... Unless it's a might be a tall order. But... Would you happen to have something from maybe one of the high priestesses, if not the high priestess of the Underdark? Ah. Well, um, hmm. And they sort of go into Dwarven, and you just sort of hear them banter back and forth. It's like, 
well, what do you think of this person? No, 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 that's not really what they're talking about. They're talking about more like someone like this. I'm like, no, 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 that's not going to work. That they, 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 they were, you know, they're not, they're not in charge of that anymore. They got, you know, booted out years ago. Uh, you're right. Mm. Um, uh, oh, yeah, that'll happen. Right. And they're like, ah, of course. And the older brother very similarly opens a pocket in his inside of his vest and produces a silver coin that is um, a, a very ornate web design on one side and a sleeping wolf's face on the other and produces it to you and goes, this is a favor coin from one of the lead religious families in the mountain range that you probably come from, friend. It's not exactly what you were looking for, but it's only a step or two away, I feel. And they're mm-hmm. probably pretty high-ranking in the priest's mind. Do you happen to know the name of that family? I would. The Feldon. Feldon. P-H-E-L-D-O-N. Well, I think... Would I know that name? Or can I roll a check to see if I know that name? Yes, you would know that name. Oh, okay. Well, I happen to have heard of it. And that gets me much closer... Uh, that I could have ever dreamed um, that'll absolutely do it for me. And I'll hold my hand out. And he sort of drops it in your palm, but doesn't do the weird, like, smelling your knuckle sweat. Uh, Valen's grateful for that. And, yeah, steps back with his friends. Yeah, we could part with one more coin, provided it's not too big of an ask. Um, Garen would look to Boomer and say, it's your, it's your brew. Nah, y'all have gotten me this far, and family comes first. It's yours. Garen looks uh, fairly touched by that, and looks to them and says, I'm uh, interested in a particular, uh, particular item I hear comes from uh, the region of Lahasey. You boys know. Good. Oh, since hey, you boys have any connections of someone who might be able to get me uh, close to or in possession of uh, both called... of the brothers produce a coin that looks identical to one another. It is a uh, almost like a a wrought iron coin, almost like a like pig iron. Um, oh, okay. And they go, this coin, my friend, is made of iron bark. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm looking for. Precisely. This to the Lahisi capital, and you tell any guardsman that you'd like to speak to their head smith, and once you can convince them to let you get within shouting distance of, well, uh, I believe she goes by the name of Sintera Mildra. Write this down. Sahara Mildra. Sintera. Sintera. Mildra. Mildra. All right. She weaves metal stronger than any dwarf. That is that is what I would like around my humble personage. Yes. 
And I imagine that they would make just about anything for you to get that coin back. <laughs> Karen would uh, wiggle the coin if it was handed to him and uh, thank them in profusely. It's heavy. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Sorry. It's not heavy. But it's hard as steel. Hmm. Garen's, Garen's getting a little excited just thinking about wearing something made out of this kind of material. Yep. Well, all right. Okay. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I believe our business is concluded. Indeed. As I can tell. Well, thank you both. Um, and thank you, Boomer. I don't know if you know what this means to me. Hey. Either. Y'all have been my friends for a long time and my family. And I think, you know, it's time for me to pay back. You pay me back every time you get this elf drunk. Hey. <laughs> I have no real argument against this. It just offends me. <laughs> um, at that, I'll shake the brothers' hands, and um, I'm going to go and start writing down how to make the brew and start like making it and showing them how to make it. Okay, it'll take you the majority of the week to do that. Oh. Okay. Shall we have dinner first? Yeah, let's eat first. Yeah, walking away from them, Valen offers them a very deep bow. They they smile and try and return the favor. Um, as Boomer passes them, the younger brother hands you a small silver key. And he says, this is a key to the brewery, my friend. We don't have many of these. So guard it carefully. Uh, of course, always. Uh, actually, I have one more favor to ask, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry if this is overstepping my bounds. Um, I was wondering if I could send word to my mother and my sister and my brother. Uh, you know that, that we gnomes don't have a, a a city or a home to call our own, and I was wondering if they could possibly come here and live around here until I come back. Well, considering the kind of money you're going to make our company, my friend, we could certainly buy a house in Detroit for your family to live in. If that's a signing cost for you, it's a cost no more, my friend. Write of up course. a letter and give us an address, and we'll make sure we get it gets there as soon as it can. All right, I will definitely do that. We're going to go out to, to, to dinner and drink a little bit, have a good time tonight, and then I'll be back, and I'll spend the rest of my time here to show you all y'all how to make this brilliant if you find yourself uh near the fine velvet go there they know us they'll like you all right sounds great today really is just getting better and better uh to the fine velvet boys to the fine velvet okay ellie this actually, i think we have quite a bit to split. celebrate for El, the, the the name of the fine velvet rings in your mind. You you scoping at one of the nicer town parts of town. You remember seeing a place called the fine velvet, so you know exactly how to get there. And I assume you guys arrive completely unhindered. I hope so. 
Sure. Normally, that's something you guys would probably say to me, huh? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. Well, it's true. Yay! <laughs> we did it, boys. Mission accomplished. You guys are standing in front of the very fine establishment known as the Fine Velvet. There is a sort of servant that opens the door for you and thanks you for your patronage as you step in. Hmm. Imagine sort of a New York 1940s Italian type restaurant where everything is, you know, booths and they're they're comfy, but every section of like one or two tables is walled off, so it's quite private. Hmm. And you're greeted by a very snappily dressed young man who sort of bows and says, Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to the Fine Velvet. Is it uh, just your party before you? Uh, yeah, our good friends, uh, the the McGurks, uh, told us to come here. They said that you knew them and you oh. know, would treat us right. And you are very correct, sir. I'll make sure that they're... Uh, the, the 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 brother's table is clear for you, and I will have it ready in just a moment. Uh, thank you kindly. And he sort of jokingly takes a step away and immediately heel turns and goes, it's already ready. Oh. Alright then. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, small joke. We always have the brother's booths prepared for them in case they stop by. Alright then, yeah. Good joke. And they sort of lead you down a couple uh, sections that were walled off, and then you see a rather lavish booth and table and chair situation. And I go, please, make yourselves as comfortable as possible. We will have wine and ale brought to you. In fact, bread and whatever else you require. Please, just ring the bell by the opening here. He points to a like small silver bell by the threshold that leads into that chamber. Simply ring the bell, and we'll have someone come by immediately. Otherwise, we will leave you to your business. Fantastic. Thank you, sir. Of course. And he sort of jogs on. I could get used to this. And you guys are barely have enough time to sit down and sort of take in the sights before um, a, uh, about four or five servant-type folks come in with platters of fresh steaming bread and meat and and cheese platters and bottles of wine and a champagne bottle and a small keg that they immediately tap in front of you of McGurk's Lurks that they set on the table to the side. Well, boys, I had planned to take you out tonight, but it looks like tonight's on Boomer. Uh, It looks more like, you know, tonight's on the McGurk brothers. But, and I'll, you know, I'll pour everybody a drink. And I'm like, here's the family, and here's to the rest of our adventure together, and uh, here's to hopefully making sure that every that these favorite coins get used well. Hmm. So Don't you, you worry about a thing, Boomer. Garen says as he lifts his gauntlet, "I cash this one in. Won't anything be reaching you through me?" That's exactly what I need to hear because I'm kind of in a contract now, and I kind of need to get back here alive so I can sell booze. I say, you're set for your... Garen suddenly gasps. Imagine the inventions you can make with your uh, brewery money. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. 
I'm going to kind of set something up on the side. It's going to be real cool. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <gasps> yeah. Well, Valen will hold up his glass and say to everything that Boomer had said, and God help the world when they discover Gear Crank. Oh, yeah, I might have started something bad, but, you know, whatever. Here we go. To us. To (laughs) To Gear Crank. To us. And uh, I'll take the drink back. Yep. Yep. It's a lovely night of celebration and cheers. The uh, service is prompt and elegant whenever you guys bid for them um you guys are able to order or ask for pretty much anything uh and there is no expected cost at the end of the night oh wow this is amazing this is great yep it's a lovely night to be sure it's a family whatever that is that's That's us us. that's us buddy you might not have known it before now but your family whether you like it or not if family gets you drunk, we'll take more of it. You got it. So, um, I assume you guys wake up in the barrack rooms of the keep. Definitely waking up somewhere. Well, yeah. Yeah, the barrack rooms. <laughs> so, you guys begin to stir. Um... And it's a completely uneventful rest of the week. Uh, you guys set to the chores that you said you would do over the course of the week. Um, I don't believe mm-hmm. anyone was able to read any of the skill books available in the library within a week. Mm. But uh, anything that you guys wanted to do during that week other than that? Uh... L exclusively wastes his time. Garen would have read that book on blacksmithing that he had the uh, one guy get, or at least as much of it as he could with his spare time. Gotcha. Hey, book on um, the religions that uh, Skeleton Man had gotcha. found for him. Brilliant. Yeah, that's it. Alright, and Boomer would be at Girk's Malurks setting up. Also, he'd make like write a letter to his mother, you right. know, saying, "Hey, we have a home now. Yep. I'm way better than your other son. Uh, I made something of myself. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff." Right. No, right, right. I get you. All right. So a week passes, and uh, the sending stone begins to buzz one midday morning. And you hear a familiar, a familiar, uh, a familiar voice. So, it's been a week. I hope you all are quite rested. Hello, hello. Mm-hmm. Time to go back to work. Wait, sorry. What day of the week did you say this was? Um, I didn't. Seven oh. days later. Seven days later. All right. Ella's in no fit state to talk. He's comatose. Okay. Uh, good morning. You get a yeah. groan. <laughs> yes, uh, I, 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 I hope everything is well. But um, if you all would think that today would be a good day to start back on the road. Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess that works. 
Yeah, it's time to get back to work, boys. Brilliant. <laughs> I managed to get you a merchant's vessel. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, a proper ship. Um, no ghosts, I made sure. <laughs> uh, but it's leaving in just over a week and a half. Uh, on one of the on the coast town of Madesh, so you might need to get a um, a bit of a hustle on. Uh, <laughs> very well. Do you know how long it will take to get to Madesh from Detroit? Uh, on horseback, five six days tops, but on foot twice as much, of course. Hmm. Naturally. Yeah, we should go. Uh, Madesh. Merchant vessel. What's the name of the merchant vessel? Oh, you're just gonna look for Captain Fudon. Fudon. Captain Fudon. Got it. All right. Well, uh, we'll peel ourselves out of our lazy squalor to go work more. Hmm. Adventure. Would cure mm. wounds work on a hangover? No. <laughs> Lesser restoration would, though. Don't got one of them. Well, then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Cleric, why have you abandoned this? <laughs> and back to resource, sort of, before you... Oh, oh um, I heard a troubling report. Something that you guys should be aware of as you're traveling towards Madesh. A powerful uh, witch of some sort has been walking around uh, in some sort of home. Um, be, 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 be wary. Uh, I, I've heard re- that they're, they're very powerful. Well, Val, Val looks like we got a glance to at a, a witch. Val, Val shoot a glance at, uh, at Arn and say, hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that sounds a lot like ours. Yeah, the hair well, Arn would, uh, respond to the same glance. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Walt. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, thank you, Bagdura. That's, uh, fantastic news, actually. Uh, <laughs> of course, we'll keep it near. Alright. So, in Madesh, then. To Madesh, then. Let's get in the cart. All yep. Right. You guys get in the cart. I'm gonna say goodbye to the Gurk Malert guys. Well, they wish you a fair and, a fair and happy journey. I lost most of that, sorry. They wish you a fair and happy journey. Sure, oh, thank you. Oh, we should also probably, you know, say goodbye to the queen and all that since, you know, she was... Yeah, I was about to suggest that. Don't want to, don't want to, you know, be rude to royalty. Yeah, who knows, maybe she likes uh, strong mercenary types. I mean, she is a dragonborn and you could always come here with me later on and we could, like, live here together... You know, you could live in the castle, and I can live nearby, and we could just hang out, all of us. We could all live together in Detroit. You know, I don't think you've got a bad idea there. I had all week to cozy up to her, but you just wanted to swing that halberd around. You'll be thankful I did later. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, off we go. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, uh, if you guys notice, there's the new map and the notes. Oh, look at that. 
This is super nice. Thank you. That's uh, that's the remastered. So you guys are in the the township between the river and the mountain range in the center of Betwins Yarda. Ah, okay. And you're traveling southwest or southeast to the township on the coastline. Southeast. Okay, cool. Are we going to pass the township that's in between us and them or just go straight? That's up to you guys. Let's pass through that township. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So. You guys uh, get you you say your goodbye to the queen. She bids you well and a safe travel indeed. And uh, you guys get in the cart and carry on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about three days travel um, before you see anything of note. And what you see of note is a simple log cabin sitting in the middle of nowhere in this sort of arid grassland with a single small clay chimney puffing smoke. Let's fucking go. Wait, wait, wait. You should just knock first. (laughs) Uh, Well, we should do a lot of prep before we walk up to that. Uh, Garen would squint and try to see if it's the same house as before. Maybe we should ask nicely first. And then if that doesn't work, you know, the old plan B. Um, we'll, We'll see, but... Um, I'm with Gaharan. Let's try to see if this is the same house that we came across before. Indeed. Yep. So, um, from where they're standing, uh, can anybody, or can Valen make out if, if the house looks familiar? Um, I mean, you're several hundred feet away still, so, so sort of? Okay, could I make a check to see? Sure. Or should I get closer? Okay. Either. Is that... uh, All right, well, standing where he's at, he will make a perception check of 21. This house looks very, very similar to the one that you're obviously thinking of. Uh, It'd be... I mean... It clearly could change form before, so it's hard to tell if it's the Mm -hmm. same house. But it is certainly the same size, certainly the same shape, and is very akin in architecture. Okay. Well, uh, is anybody against doing this? Because this could get ugly quickly. Nope. Why not? I appreciate it. All right, L. Everything will be fine. Good. All right. I was Um, following with his loot. All right. Whenever you say you know someone with your loot, I imagine uh, the the guy from like Road to El Dorado, like how he like aggressively drums. (laughs) <laughs> like you're you gotta keep morale. 
Yeah. Oh my god, that's how I've been picturing him this entire campaign. <laughs> Ominous light strumming as we walk closer that gets louder. I think he's got like a really good sense of, 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 of timing and, and like uh, appropriate theme. So he'll just like pick it like for this, I think it's more like uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like yeah, walking up to the. I'm... Yeah. That's what I'm hearing in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so without any weapons drawn, and without mage armor on, just walking completely vanilla, Val Valen will make his way to uh, uh, the door of this alleged hut. Okay. And... I'll pull the card up beside. Mm. Alright, and uh, Valen will knock. Um, you, you can hear a commotion inside. Um, it's all footfalls and finagling with objects. There's no voice. Uh, uh, later, a small, petite, old woman who looks like a halfling almost opens the door and looks at you through thick glasses. Goes, oh, what are you all doing so far from home? Uh, we're an important mission. Uh, we are uh, travelers with a, a very specific mission. Uh, through our travels on that mission, we've come across a house much like yours. Um, and it wasn't exactly a good meeting. Uh, do you happen to remember us? Sort of looks you all up and down very intently. He goes, I'm sorry, young ones, but, uh, I, 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 I don't know that I've met you people before. I would think to remember some of your faces. Hmm. I thought I would absolutely so triggered. <laughs> Uh, I would hope you would remember us as well. Uh, memory's exactly what we're looking for. Um, well, I well, have a healer, me... young man. I could help you. Oh. Uh, well, it, it, it seemed it was uh, one of possibly your order, maybe a sister uh, of yours that um, seemed she... to take some memories. She interrupts you the moment you said sister. Uh -huh. face sort of you know how like uh bilbo in the lord of the rings sort of yeah. like takes on that very sinister look for just a, a beat yeah she just she does that and goes don't speak of me of my sister oh <laughs> right oh well my my utmost apologies um is, is it super scary oh yeah quick? it's like oh yeah you gotta, you gotta like, you gotta like pinch the muscles in your yeah, I, or you I'm just like, pant pants. No, no, I, I go, I go, and I hold it and I swallow it. I don't want to look, I don't want to look afraid. Is it possible for L to do a record scratch <laughs> on a guitar or a lute? Um, Say what? <laughs> I imagine you do like that, like that. Uh, 
like you put way too much on a on on a single twang. Uh huh. Um. Oh, you get a lot of like fret squeak. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> Stopping for a second at the awful noise behind him. Well, close his eyes slightly, and then open them and look at the woman. And say, "I apologize for hitting a nerve." Um, however, it seems it was that other one who had done awful things to us, and she's the one we seek with a mission of vengeance in mind. Hmm. Well, dearie, you and your friends can come inside. And she sort of points to the cart. But your weird thing that isn't alive cannot come inside. Karen looks oh, of course. Well, yeah, they they don't they don't come inside. Why would they? They're spiders. Uh, well, so we appreciate the, the invitation. And Val and I'll take that first heroic step in there okay. to get eaten by a house. I'll brush. I'm going to wipe my feet off before I come inside. Okay. Manners. <laughs> Fucking Boomer, like, hearing the echo in his mind. Like, good manners. Have good manners when dealing with the Baba Yagas. <laughs> the Baba Yagas. <laughs> Fucking Baba Yagas. Don't fuck with the Baba Yaga. They'll take you cannoli. They take you, they take you, they take you, and everything else. Seems that pencil with a pencil. <laughs> you won't even remember him. <laughs> the Baba Yaga. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Killed two men with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So she brings you all inside. It's a very modest home. It's maybe 15 by 15 inside. Is there a gigantic snake and or an old man? There are neither of those things. <sighs> God. Or, we're not in the Harry Potter universe. There is a, <laughs> uh, a, a very warm hearth with a bubbling stew. Um, all manners of small wicked rodents and serpents that seem to call this abode home. Hmm. Wherever you look, you can see something cower into a shadow in response to you look, looking upon it. And she goes, oh, ignore them. They're just curious. And she says, please, please, please sit down. I have a gift for you. A gift? Uh, that's very generous. Uh, I must say, I, I very much enjoy your house. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The other one is in complete disarray. You guys can hear uh, a sort of gallop of hoofs approach behind each of you, and a small animated stool sort of uh, taps its legs along the ground to stop behind you. He goes, please sit, sit. Valon <laughs> uh, will lightly sit. Uh, the, the stool doesn't like buckle or whinny. It just, it's just, it's a stool. Yeah, but still. Very good, very good. Well, you say vengeance. I say fuck her. And she sort of like gets the face on for a second. Uh, uh, th this time Val was a little bit ready for it, and he smiles a tad at it and goes, "I think our our interests are very much 
to Lind. She nods and goes, yes, I know exactly what it'll do, and it will help you all and help me the most. Well, maybe. Hmm. Um, L switches tunes. He's now doing a uh, somber rendition of the Adams Family theme. Right. Uh, when she switched faces, I'm going to run towards the door, open it, and just vomit outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. Um, you see the, the wood boards eat your upturned. I don't know whether to be more scared or impressed. I don't. Uh, all right. All right. So she uh, goes over to some shelves and produces a small salve container and opens it and has like this this clear, viscous oil. And she goes, "I'm going to send each of the each of you to the spirit realm." where you can travel freely and quickly. I will then send your spirits to the other side of the world where my sister lives. You will kill her for me, and whatever curse she's put upon you will be immediately removed with her death, and I don't have to worry about her doing her filth on this world. Tell me... Just out of curiosity, what sort of filth does your sister get up to? No! No, I won't. Oh. That answers that. Okay. Best not to press the issue. Yep. Uh, so, so, so you're gonna... So you'll send us to the, the spirit world? Will we fight her there? Or are we traveling via the other planes? Oh, you'll kill her. In the spirit world? Oh, yes. Just kill her spirit. How, 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 how does one do that? Well, I imagine your big man in the back there would pick up his big old sword or whatever it is he swings around and slice her spirit in twain with it. <clears throat> oh. Well, I didn't realize it was that simple. Yes, 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 yes. You'll be your normal selves as far as you simple people will be able to tell. Marvelous. Uh, anything we should know about? her? Uh, any edge that you might be able to give us to assist with the dispatching? Well, I'm letting you take her by surprise. I think that's a pretty good edge. Yeah. Beware her spells. Yeah. They are powerful like mine. Hmm. Any wards you could throw on us to make them less powerful? The wards I would place on you are on your bodies alone. They would not go with you. And what and happens for if we house? die? Oh, if you die without your body to hold your spirit, you are dead. Very dead. Like, probably as permanently dead as you would ever know. Hmm. Well, I'm all for this. Everybody else? I've been thinking about this woman for a long time. Been thinking about those beans. Okay. Sorry, please, please edit that out. <laughs> no. Nope. I'm staying in forever, and if I isolate it, which I will, I will, I will increase the volume, and then, like, isolate it and repeat it in moments of silence for the future. No. That would make a, it would make a mean text tone. Just saying. 
say it to me. No, it's just what we would all use whenever you'd call or text us. Correct. Be... I'm thinking about those beans. Your love for me is disgusting. About the beans. There's some commitment a bit that I. Oh, anyway. Fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's go get her. I mean, she took something of y'all's and no one steals from my friends, so. Let's go put a bullet in her ass. I'm all for it. Uh, my boss isn't going to like it, but we'll figure it out. Yep. Let's so do it. She sticks her thumb in... <laughs> in the beans. She sticks her thumbs in the beans. In the beans. Sticking, uh, the, the woman <laughs> sticks her thumb in the salve and like just rubs a little mark on each of your foreheads. As she does, you see your friend just fall limp onto the ground. It goes on the head. And and when she does it to you, you feel your body. You see your pers- your eyes fall up, and you just see the ceiling. But and you hear the thud of your head hitting the floor, but you don't feel it. And then your vision flies into the sky through the roof of the building. You see something in the attic of that building that scares the shit out of you, but you don't get a good look at it. It just scares you, and you know that you're scared of it. Mm. Huh. Okay. Uh, and you fly up to the sky, and you see your friends standing around you, except they seem all, like, wispy and translucent. And then hmm. a big ghostly hand grabs the group of you. I mean, I'm talking about big hand, and then just oh, throws shit. you northward. Yeah, what the fuck? Wow. Just a lot a lot of screaming. Just yeah. a lot of screaming. It feels like forever, but it's probably only a few minutes. And then uh you see the, the ocean wash away and then you fly over some mountains and then as your bodies begin to fall towards the bog, you go, Oh yeah, we do we were around here and then you splat into mud that doesn't react to your presence. And there you are. 30 feet away from that wretched, evil, chicken-legged house. Except you don't see the chicken legs. Alright, boys, let's do this. Alright. I'm going to tactical roll towards it. Take my gun out. Tactical roll. Tactical AF. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. His his loot and strolls towards the house. Bellin's going to summon his pack weapon, draw his other blade, and cast mage armor. Let's get this on. No wonders aloud. Have we thought about the possible implications of removing the only other which is powerful as the one upon which we serve? It seems like maybe these two are held in a manner of yin-yang type of balance, and that killing one could have repercussions. I mean, when you think about it in the big scope, you're absolutely right. But what a yeah, this time one's to have that kind of moral quandary, though. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right outside the house of this lady we're about to kill. You want to come up with like get all philosophical? No. How no, are we no, gonna no. get back? Listen, I just want you told you so. Hey, oh, existentialism's right. great, but this one's a bitch. So let's do this. She was eating a guy when we last saw her. True. And the other one was not. So... Uh, let's go kill her. 
Wait, 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 wait. Do we want to go inside or do we want to draw her out? Oh, currently, we have the element of surprise. That's true. I was going to be fading every second. But I feel like once we go inside of her lair, it's going to be bad news bears. But who cares? I was just going to throw a rock through a window and give her the finger. Anyways, let's roll. There's no chicken feet inside, only outside. Yeah, but like... They're big chicken feet. All right, let's fight her. Whatever. Let's do this. Watch out for that step. Remember, you fell in it before. Yeah. The fucking call right. Holy shit. Right? <laughs> it's all there. Clear as wait, day. Alright, Val, yeah, we'll start marching. Towards towards the, uh, the house of evil and himself. Okay. Boomer. Right, who opens the door? Uh, Karen will try and rip open the door or shoulder check it, whatever's more heroic. What, well, give me a strength check and then tell me what you do if I tell you you win. <laughs> no. How heroic is an 11? You open the door aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of body checking it down, you just Kramer it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except you're less of a bigot when you walk in. Oh! Got him. Hey. It was one time. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Alright, so you do that. Um, the wispy spectral forms of the old man and old woman look at your group as you stroll in in shock. They are clearly taken unawares. The man immediately falls to his knees with his hands up in prayer. And the old Uh woman draws her wicked little knife as you all roll for initiative. Yeah! And because we only have 20 minutes left tonight and we wouldn't be able to put this whole fucking combat in one thing, we will end it there tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Next yes. week, Baba Yaga 2, Thunderdome. Fucking right. <laughs> Hell yeah. So glad I was nice to her sister. So glad. Yeah, I told you. Man, is when you're messing with the Baba Yaga. That could have ended so badly. <laughs> being Correct. Sure could have. Yeah. Alright, so as always, I have been and will continue to be your Dungeon Master Kenny. We have the two boys who are feeling real thirsty for some vengeance. The Warlock and the Fighter. Hey, it's Jesse playing Valandis. Have a good night. It's Jeff playing Garen. Have a good night. Our Bard, who is really just happy to be the fucking soundtrack tonight. Hey, it's me, Austin, playing L. Have a good night. And the undeniably altruistic artificer slash wizard. Hey, y'all. It's Bloomer. A Bloomer. Boomer. I mean, it's Dylan. Playing Boomer. Have a good night, y'all. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all.